Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode... <laughs> Honestly, he can smell you. So literally, if you, if, you, if you let one off, he'll know it's you. He'll just come and hunt for you. And that'd be the last thing you ever do, but... The movie is set basically entirely, majority of it is set entirely in this apartment. And slowly, slowly, as the movie progresses, you realise that alongside the mum and the daughter, there's something malevolent in the flat as well. A bit naughty, but yeah, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a sci-fi French film, very sort of dystopian environment, very bleak, uh, sort of place where you get great tech and like shit cheers <sighs> i was disappointed i was disappointed all we ever see is this guy's constipated face hello and welcome to the flicksters whoa <laughs> um deval so listen um how you been first things first how are you and what's going on in england being good things are going swell over here in great britannia <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're still surviving i know the news is saying that you know we're all sort of uh you know the pandemic has taken us by its grip but uh, we're surviving yeah. we're getting through you know how it is you know we, we we stay calm and carry on here don't we so. exactly <laughs> stay calm carry on and um so like in terms of kind of like weather wise it's, it's like what back to normal now raining is it Back to back to normal blighty, rainy, <laughs> miserable, uh, chilly. Even even though it should be sunny. I mean, we had a great great uh, heat wave recently, so that 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 that, that lasted four or five days. Now it's yeah. back to normal. So yeah, back to normal. Okay, yeah, everything's back to normal now. All right, okay. Listen, talking about normal, let's get on with the show now. Uh, we we've got a shout out, and we've got a uh, yeah. well, it's just one shout out this week, isn't it? One shout out this week, and that goes to our, our friend of the show and previous uh, co-host, Emmanuel. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say his Instagram handle. So it's Emmanuel P underscore LDN for London. Uh, so yeah, shout him out. He shouted us out on Instagram. He threw out a couple of uh, hidden gems, actually. Yeah. Uh, one was Saturn 5. Saturn 5 is an old school film. I think it came out in 19, I want to say 80. Uh, and it stars uh, Farrah C- Farsip. Yeah, Farrah Fawcett from uh, <laughs> from Charlie's Fawcett. Angels. Yeah, and I think a, a young Harvey Keitel and uh, someone else whose name escapes me. But uh, wasn't it Kirk? <laughs> was it Kirk, Kirk Douglas? Kirk Douglas, that's the one. Sorry, yeah, Kirk Douglas. Yeah. But yeah, so it was an old school film where basically the, the, the spaceship, yeah, the spaceship, you know, just comes alive and takes over and starts to cause havoc. You know, as you do, when you're a spaceship, you're floating around space, it yeah. gets boring. you got, you know, who else are you going to play with? <laughs> These humans coming here, pressing your buttons all the time, telling you to go left and right. Forget that. Uh, forget that <laughs> I want to do what I want to do. And what so, a name, yeah. Saturn Five. It's just like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, you know what, we're in a space adventure right now with Saturn Five, right? Exactly, exactly. So it's an old school space uh, movie. Uh, it got 8 out of 10 on IMDb. I still ain't seen it yet, but from Emmanuel's recommendation, it looks like it needs to be seen. So uh, shout out to Emmanuel there. And also, you know he, yeah, go, no, go ahead. No, no, oh, no. All I was going to say was like, you know what? He pulled one out from like way, way, way back, which is really oh, good because yeah. we don't, we, to be honest with you on the show, we don't review movies, which are like from the 1950s or sixties, right? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of, yeah, you're right actually. Cause I think there's, there's space for, I mean, last week we mentioned, we may bring out a new category called yes. modern greats, but there could equally be a category for golden oldies, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Pulling them out. Pulling them out. <laughs> so there could be space for it. So, but yeah, I was going to say also, Emmanuel also won. Uh, surprise, surprise. He won. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> he won the <laughs> the uh, the movie voucher from Rakuten. Uh, so I wonder if uh, I guess we'll find out what his what he used it for. But yeah, so yeah. he won the Rakuten voucher, guys. Again, if you want to win that, really simple. Right at the moment, we're not making it too hard for you. All you got to do is uh, give us a hidden gem recommendation on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, however you want to do it. Let us know, and we'll send you straight away the same day. We'll send you a, a voucher code for a movie to watch on Rakuten. So yeah, there you go. All right, okay. On to the movie news now. Ryan Reynolds, he's been in the news lately, and uh, we know for a fact that this guy is a joker. He's always playing tricks, or he's he's always he's always pulling put, uh, you know funny little shit on on the internet. And I know he's got this funny thing going on with Hugh Jackman, right? Deval, have you have you heard yeah. about this? So uh, yeah. he's either trolling him or he's saying funny shit about him and stuff. But apparently. Now, this is hard to believe, but he's what is streaming service and Ryan Reynolds. How does that all add together? Tell me about this. You know what? Anything's possible with this guy. He is, he's, he's an actor. He's a funny guy. He's an, he's a, he's a business person. He's, he's everything. Like whatever he wants to be, he can be, he's, he's got his own drink as well. Just like the rock's got a drink. I mean, these actors and these people are literally multiple streams, you know, it's crazy. Uh, and co- talking about streaming, actually, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't actually mean that. It just happened, but yeah. So he's actually launched his own streaming service. Can you believe it? What his own? What actor has their own streaming service? Uh, he exactly. probably may be the first actor that has a streaming service of his own. So yeah, I mean, his streaming service, from what I understand, it is fantastic. It has got a multitude of uh, no, no, it hasn't. I'm joking. It's got one. It's got, <laughs> it's got one film, Foolproof. Yep, the film is called Foolproof. That's the only film he has so far on his streaming service. And guess who stars in it? Yes, him himself, Ryan. Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. I haven't even heard yeah. of that. Yeah, Foolproof came out in 2003. Uh, stars Ryan Reynolds, uh, Kristen Booth, uh, Sean Sullivan, and uh, a few others. But yeah, the film is uh, yeah, it's a comedy film. Uh, action comedy uh, stars uh, Ryan Reynolds, as I mentioned, uh, and they're, back, they're trying to pull off a heist, basically. So p- trying to pull off a heist and in amongst that, a whole bunch of bullshit goes down and you can imagine doesn't go to plan, but somehow at the end, I'm sure Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> he ends up with all the cream. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what? i got to say one thing, right? I think he's mm. one clever son of a bitch. Imagine this. Imagine, right? So he's obviously Ryan Reynolds. He's got millions of followers on Twitter, yeah. Instagram, whatever you want to, you know, whatever you kind of look at his social media. And then, you know, say a million of his followers think just for a, just for a laugh, you know what? I'm going to buy the movie. And it's like, say like two or three dollars or whatever. That guy, I mean, someone's going to be getting that money somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And that somebody is going to be him. Exactly. This guy, man, I'm sitting, it could be onto a winner. Who knows, man? Imagine in the years to come, right, where, um, I don't know, these big name actors, they start doing deals with the studios and they're like, hey, listen, I want 
like um, the cut of the digital like streaming, mm. like you know, it could mm. happen. You know, mm. you don't know, mm. man. Mm. You don't know this. This stuff could happen. Uh, yeah, so go check that one out, folks. Ryan Reynolds' streaming service. Yeah, if you've got access to it, and if you've seen the movie, let us know what you thought about that. Okay, now let's move on to Spider Man and Devaldo. You've got news for us because this this relates to the title of the next Spider Man movie, right? Yeah, and this is this is news that uh, it kind of rocked the internet a few days ago when people found out and were thinking. Is this for real? Is it bullshit? I mean, do you know what? We just never know. But I know when uh, Avengers, remember Avengers Endgame a couple of years ago, when before that came out, there was a lot of hype about what what, what it could be called. And uh, one of the director of photography, so the person that usually handles the camera in the actual making of a movie, he put on his like resume, basically, yeah. that he had worked on A, B, C, D. And he also put on the Avengers Endgame, which he really quickly deleted. Oh. So sometimes there can be slip-ups like that. And in this case, that's what we're hearing. We're hearing that one of the sort of filmmakers somehow put on their details, uh, Spider-Man Homesick, and it's been mentioned somewhere else as well. And we did say before, uh, I think we, think we, 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 we mentioned something. Home, we yeah. said Homeward Bound or yes. Home, or maybe Home Invasion or something. But I mean, Homesick... Yeah, I mean, cause Why because in the, in the third one, he's going to be wanted by a lot of people. So probably he can't go home. So yeah. he's going to be homesick. And all the, Spider, all the Spider-Man movies have had home in the title. So homesick could be a good title, you know, so... It, it makes sense, doesn't it? Mm, it does make sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And what do we know about kind of release date for this? Release date is still supposed to be 2021. So it's still supposed to come out uh, next year, but later in the year. Uh, I think they're just wrapping up on, or uh, Tom Holland is just wrapping up on uh, Drake Uncharted, that movie. Yes. So uh, so because of the pandemic, obviously things have been put on ice for a bit. But yeah, I think this is supposed to be coming out in October 2021. And more news from this movie. Uh, we haven't been told yet who the big bad is going to be. Uh, you know, Spider-Man has a whole arsenal of, of really, like, you know, top level uh, baddies. Yeah. Or... or uh, protagonists or whatever you want to call them and from what i understand i mean we mentioned this before and there, there was even even some news about or some uh rumor about uh this person being in the next black panther yeah craven the hunter is really really uh well a really big shout for being the, the main bad in uh, the third spider-man film uh and craven the hunter is a deep deep character craven's last hunt is a big story in the marvel sort of comic world, his uh, ability is like, he can smell you from like, he can smell you from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he can smell you. So oh, literally, if you, if, you, if you let one off, he'll know it's you. He'll just come and hunt for you. And that'd be the last thing you ever do. But he's, he's got hunting skills. He's got obviously strength and all that kind of stuff. He's, he's mad intelligent. He could set a trap for like, even like Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah. He's like, Shit. he's really good. He's called Craven the Hunter. I mean, come on. If For you're called reason. the Hunter, exactly. what else are you going to be good at? <laughs> and tell us, so, tell us a bit yeah. about kind of like casting rumours. Who do you think could mm. be playing Craven the Hunter? Well, from what we hear so far, there's two people that are front runners for Craven the Hunter. Uh, the first one is Joel Kinnaman. Mm. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, uh, we've seen him in uh, 
altered altered carbon. Yes. Uh, he's been in House of Cards. He played, you know, he's had House of Cards. He was in Robocop, the recent yeah, one. The recent one, yeah, the uh, reboot. He's like an American, is he American, Swedish or yeah. something like that? And, and he turned up in Suicide Squad. Yes, of course. Yes, 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 yes. He was in Suicide Squad. Rick. So he's got a stature. He's like six foot, like 12 or whatever. <laughs> and uh, he's quite built. He's good at physical roles. He's got intensity. Uh, but also the other person that's uh, also been hyped up for this one is... Joe Mangelego, oh, Joe Mangelego, right. I can't say his name right, Joe yeah. Mange, Man, Mange something. And yes. they're both James, they're both big, hunky, sort of tall guys. Yes. Joe Mangelego obviously was in Spider-Man in the Tobey Maguire one. He played Flash Thompson. Yes. There was a scene when he was having a fight with, with uh, Tobey Maguire. So he's been in Spider-Man already. So, and he also loves Craven the Hunter. He looks more Craven the Hunter than Joel Kinnaman. You Kinnaman's, know what? I've got to say, yeah, you're know. right. Yeah, he's a beefy guy, but you never know how these things work out. But either I way, I think Craven Hunter, if they do bring that out, it's going to be a serious, serious film for sure. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. Seriously, look, look we've been, I've got to say one thing, like on, on the show, on the Flixers, we've been kind of a bit light on the Marvel news. But I mean, any mm. pieces of news that does come out, we kind of jump onto it and kind of, you know, we will let you definitely know. But I mean, I think this whole pandemic has kind of caused so much, uh, you know, havoc in the schedules and... Yeah, you know, with what they're working on right now, I mean, uh, I think people are just gagging to see anything Marvel right now. So uh, yeah, so keep a, a, a hold of that one, folks, and we'll uh, keep you posted on that one. Now let's move on to Paramount Pictures. Paramount, you know, they're still in the production game. Like, you know, if you didn't, you know, know this, but they are still eyeing a 2021 release for Harbinger. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. That is meant to be happening. Yeah, I mean, Harbinger. It's from, uh, is it Dark Horse? Oh, no, Valiant Comics, sorry. Valiant, yeah, Valiant Comics, Comics, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Harbinger is, I mean, look at the name. I mean, come on. Oh, God, man. You think Harbinger's going to be going around picking picking daisies and flowers and <laughs> and shit like that? Come on now. I mean, Harbinger is, by name, by nature, yeah. is a gangster uh, character. <laughs> it's it's, and, it's uh, true. Yeah, it's true. No, it's true. It's true. Uh, he is, uh, he's a bit like, you know, obviously Valiant Comics had... Uh, Oh, when was it? Uh, March this year, they released uh, Deadshot. Uh, Deadshot, yeah, which Deadshot kind of was for me. It wasn't. Um, mm. it, it wasn't up there, basically. But I mean, you know, no. it had its moments. But yeah, go on. Yeah, but Harbinger uh, is, is I mean, a great character. Uh, one of one of the most sort of powerful characters in. Well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Valiant, sort of, you know. I don't know, collection of heroes and stuff like that, but an yeah. interesting character, a flawed character and a character that I think will translate on screen because these characters, you can't just put a character that's like, that's how Superman sometimes people don't really connect with him because he's so super, but you want, you want a character that has flaws and stuff like that. So, you know, someone like Harbinger, I think, you know, he's, oh my gosh, where, where, where do I start with Harbinger? He's, he's like a... Like oh, a, a psionic, like um, yeah, superhuman, basically, like, yeah, akin, like akin to like the mutants, basically. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, I think Harbinger fits more in X-Men kind of sort of group of things. So he's got like a te- telepathy, telekinesis, mind control. Uh, and he's one of those characters that are linked to like, you know, those corporations that try and control them and stuff like that. A little bit like how Deadshot was. Deadshot was linked to sort of the government, uh, sort of, he was like a government soldier, and they experimented on him and stuff like that. But Harbinger's mad powerful, like 
when you've got like psionic powers and telepathy and stuff like that, that's the next level power. So, yeah, man. I mean, if they do this right, this could be, this could relaunch their sort of valiant yeah. uh, kind of universe. Universe, yeah, which is what they want to do. So I think Dead Deadshot can link up with Harbinger. Do you know what? It can, it can work, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. And like, you know, I, obviously I just did a bit of reading on this, but I mean, if you go into the character and you read up on the kind of the, uh, the adventures that he's been, uh, you know, been in and proper deep man, the, the battles, the fights and, and everything. So yeah, this, this does look good, man. Hopefully, hopefully this will be really good. Um, yeah. All right, now let's go back a bit. Remember, uh, folks, you probably remember this movie. I think it was early, I want to say early 2000, maybe 2002, 2003, could even be in 2001, who knows. But American Pie, I remember this movie, Devaldo, when it came out, it had that geeky, nerdy looking guy. Oh my God, what was his name again? Uh, who, uh, Jim. Oh, Do you the, remember? The main guy. The, the main guy. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what Can't his name his is. Name. Exactly. Like, you know, he's, he's basically humping a pie. You know, there's a whole big thing. And it was kind of like, you know, gross out humor. And there was kind of like a number of these movies. And you know what? To be honest with you, I found them quite funny. Mm. But then after a while, they just kind of, you know, they, they got really silly. I remember Stifler. Yeah. Oh, Jason Stif- Biggs. That's his Jason name, right? his Big. Name, that's name it, yeah. Jim in, in, in the American Pie, yeah. E- exactly. Jim. So, you know, they, then they had like a American Pie 2, 3, American Wedding. And then yeah. there was kind of like a, a spin-off with Stifler's cousin and stuff like that. But yeah. are they doing, tell me, are they doing, are they bringing it back or what? Man, they're bringing it back. They are bringing back American Pie. This one's going to be called girls rules oh yeah do you know what (sighs) (laughs) that's a long that's a long (laughs) sigh oh my gosh i just hope it's not the same as what we saw with like oceans what was it oceans eight oh yes i know exactly what you mean yeah so this was going to be just uh i guess a female-led version of american pie and this is meant to be coming out next year, 2021. Well, it, was, it was supposed to come out this year, sorry, but it's looking like it might, well, it might, it might come out straight to demand on DV, on a Rakuten, who knows? Yeah, well, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, on demand, yeah. So that could happen. We'll see. But yeah, this one is, uh, do you know what? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I mean. No, I know. I know. I know what you want to say, say, though. I'm not. I mean, I'm. I'm I like uh, when you know something comes out and it's it's different or whatever it might be. Don't get me wrong. The reason why I was cussing uh, um, uh, Ocean's. Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Eight, sorry, is because it just it, it seemed like they they shoehorned an all female casting just for the sake of it. Yeah, and it didn't have didn't have much direction, much purpose, didn't have much oomph. I hope this isn't the case. I've seen many all female led uh, films, TV shows that are just great. Yeah. Because they're just great, you know, and I hope they treat this right. And I hope they, they treat the characters like they should be treated and not just, oh, let's just make it girls sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Let's see how it works out. So, but I mean, I don't yeah. Know. It, so is it going to be kind of like the gross out humor, but then they just kind of flipped yeah. the, the, the yeah, kind of the gender roles. And so now it's exactly just like, yeah. you know, uh, no, I get what you mean. So yeah. Is it just for the sake of it? I don't know. But when this movie comes out, we'll check it out and we will tell you if, the girls rule right okay now let's talk about reboots there's loads of reboots happening in hollywood now some people out there they're pretty pissed off about this because they're thinking shit like have they not got any new ideas like why is it that they've got a reboot stuff last week i spoke about um 
uh, what was it, uh, Night Rider? They're talking about that. There's obviously uh, th- th- there's there's loads, and as as we progress over the next like you know couple of months, so we'll be talking about you know new reboots. Uh, now, I don't know how you feel about this, Devaldo, but there is. I mean, it, it's not even a rumor. This is definitely going to happen. But the Fresh Prince of Bel Air mm. is getting rebooted, and the thing is, right? Will the good thing is that Will Smith is behind this, so he's you know he's lending his name to the project. He's going to be one of the executive producers. And I was online. I was reading kind of like you know all the stuff around this, and people were like, "What? Like, oh my god, do we really need a reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air? And you know the the original obviously is really really classic. And do you want to want to be messing around with this but the guy behind this made a um i think it was kind of like a little trailer and he was bugging 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 will smith about this and what he did was he made a uh, like a kind of like a short out of what he wanted to do and will smith was basically blown away by it and was like you know what damn this is going to be really good. So it's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but it's going to be a bit darker. It's still going to be the same premise oh. where one guy from Philly, you know, the, the same situation, you know, he's getting up to no good, you know, <laughs> um, and um, like, you know, he's getting into fights and, you know, his 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 grandma was it, his mum or whatever says, hey, listen, you got to go move over to, like, you know, the Bel-Air. And, um, you know, he starts cooking, cooking shit up in, in, you know, in Bel Air and stuff like that. But there's going to, what, from what I gather is there's going to be comedy elements in it, but it's not going to be a down and out, just all right comedy. It's going to be a okay. darker, darker Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I mean, what, what do you oh, make shit. of it? What do you think? I don't know, you know, I mean, Fresh Prince was, it was what it was and it's light, entertaining. There was a couple of sort of serious moments when, you know, Will Smith got shot and also his dad didn't want him. The drugs one, I remember that one. Yeah, the drugs one. A few serious moments that stood out. But apart from that, it was a light, entertaining show. So I'm not sure how this is going to go. It's a bold move, bold move. But hey, we'll have to find out. Exactly. Go check it out. There's an official trailer, which is on the internet. And the guy who's behind it is a guy called Morgan Cooper. And um, yeah, so he's basically been writing it. He's been in obviously working with, um, you know, the Fresh Prince himself. And, um, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna have obviously like another version of, uh, of Carlton in there. Is, is Carlton going to do his dance in this new version? Who knows, but we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I just thought yeah. this is interesting. Uh, right. Okay. And the other piece of news that I want to mention, you know, this whole thing about, you know, who's going to be the next James Bond. And remember loads of people's names were put into the hat. And one of those names was, uh, Idris Elba. Do you remember that Devaldo? So yep. people were saying, yep. Oh, you know what? Now is the time, you know, it's ripe for there to be a black James Bond. And Idris Elba, I think he went on, on record to say, listen, he's not going to be the new James Bond. And, you know, he'd love, obviously he'd love to play the role. I think, you know, he would do really well in that. Park that aside. He is actually going to be working on a spy movie. And mm-hmm. this movie hasn't even been made yet. And check this out. It's already, <laughs> okay. it's already been snapped up by Apple. They like that shit so much that they've decided to buy the rights to this movie. And it's, I think it's kind of like a, a spy romantic movie, but it's going to be Edris Elba as a spy. And I just thinking like bidding wars are already happening on shit that has, hasn't even been made yet. So they are bidding on stuff based on the premise, based on the actors and based on all this sort of stuff. So the script is being written by a guy called Trayvon Free. He won an Emmy for writing on The Daily Show a while ago. Okay. I mean, it's, 
Yeah. So let's face it. I mean, Idris Elba, he can do, he can, he could be a spy. I mean, he's, he's, you know, good in Luther. He's been great in loads of other, you know, movies that we've seen him in. So I don't think it's kind of like a stretch for him to do this, but it'd be interesting to see what type of a spy movie comes out from, you know, this, this team up. No, that should be decent. You know, that should be decent. Apple are kind of landing these big names, aren't they? So, hmm. They, they need to stay relevant. And... <laughs> the big apple. Okay, cool. Nice, nice one. Nice one. Nice bit of news there. Yeah. Well, that's the news, I think, this week. Uh, next week, uh, I think we may have more news on uh, DC uh, sort of fandom. Uh, fandom, gonna yeah. be That's going to be coming out in the next week or so. So maybe next week we'll have a lot more DC news, guys. So if you're interested in that, keep it locked. Exactly. All right. Now let's check out Box It Watchlist. Now I've heard a lot about this next this next program, Devado, but I want you to tell me uh, what you thought of it. So this is World's Most Wanted. This is out on Netflix. And uh, yeah, man, what did you what did you make of this? Yeah, I've seen two or three of these. Uh, basically, yes. Yeah, so, so yes, yeah, so like I said, it's on Netflix. You know what? It's 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 really. Oh man, it's it's decent. I, I do like these shows that really sort of go in on some of these people that you know, are are notorious for different reasons, different crimes or suspected crimes or whatever it might be. And the devastation that's left behind, because you sometimes see this in, in the news and the news only gives you so much, but this goes in depth. So this was really decent, really, really decent show, really quick. I think there's only five, I think there's five episodes, I think. Right. So yeah, it was, it, you know what, I've, I've still got to watch uh, the rest of it, but yeah, it's a decent, decent watch and not too much commitment as well. So I, I recommend this one yeah, on Netflix yeah. for sure. Yeah, decent, decent. I'm not going to go too much into the ins and outs of it, but yeah, uh, without spoiling it, obviously. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's one that there's one that goes in about the Rwandan genocide and this person that's, you know, still at large, who was, uh, in, who was involved in... Uh, providing weapons for people because they, they used machetes. They weren't really guns and stuff. Is people it? used machetes to kill each other. Yeah, it was crazy. You know what? It's disgusting. I can't even imagine how that can happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and I then there was the one about the, uh, the, the the so-called white widow. She that, was yeah, the, the, she was the one from England, English, right? Yes, the English girl who uh, went to, oh, where did she go first? Oh, did she go to, I think she went to Syria or she went, I know she went to Kenya. But she was also supposed to be involved in the, I want to say the London bombings. I want to say the um, London bombings in 2005. Five. Uh, I believe, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, she's, she's supposed to be involved in many terrorist activities. And there are a few other people as well that are still at large, by the way, haven't been caught, you know? Yeah, yeah so, it's crazy. Yeah, interesting show. Give it a watch give it a watch folks all right and now let's talk about some trailers that people can go out and watch now the first one that i want to speak about is it's kind of a bit of a strange one um this this one is coming out on netflix and i think it's coming out next month yeah yeah so it's this is a netflix exclusive and it's coming out on september the 18th and this is called ratchet and mm. this is an upcoming american psychological horror drama and it's based on a movie or based on a character from a movie from 19, uh, from, I think it was like 1970s. I think it was, is one flew over the cuckoo's nest. And this, that movie won, um, it, it won loads of awards at, at the Oscars. Uh, it starred, uh, Jack Nicholson. It was produced by Michael Douglas. It was, it's like a really, really great story about kind of the life of, uh, life inside a mental, like a mental institute. This, this Netflix TV show is based on the 
the nurse that's in that movie and her name she's called Nurse Ratchet it's played by Sarah Paulson and Sarah Paulson like you know she's like she was in um we just spoke about it now Ocean's 8 she's she was in yeah. Glass just recently and she's been yeah. in loads of us American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story as well yeah, exactly that, this, this kind of reminds me of that actually so the guy who's done American Horror Story Ryan Murphy is behind this mm. one oh, and you know you what go. man you know she's a nurse in this kind of this institute in this hospital and she's starting off for someone new but you know that she's kind of a bit unhinged and she's kind of like a bit deranged as well and you know you see her growing into this kind of character that we've seen from the movies and from the novel and I guess this is kind of like her origin story you know if you if you will you know there's going to be her doing things you know not by the book and she's kind of taking control of things uh, forcing her will on people and if you've seen one flow of the cookiness you know that she's someone not to be kind of like trifle with and like yeah and Sarah Paulson plays her with a plum like seriously she plays her like you know brilliantly and the the trailer is kind of like just images of uh, you know like kind of little snippets of what goes on throughout the whole series and you know her um her you know her being nurse ratchet someone who's crazy who's not gonna take yeah. any shit from anyone so yeah i just kind of it looks interesting this one i'm gonna have to kind of invest a bit of time in this one devado mm, no it looks decent it looks decent and it's out on the 18th of september i believe so that is right yeah exactly All right, show, what, man. What, tell us about amazon what's coming out on amazon yeah official secrets this is uh this this is a movie that came out a little while ago in the cinema didn't rumble the box office too much but it's called official secrets and it's uh, the government uh, sort of caption for how we how they treat information. And uh, when you work for the government, you know, high levels and stuff like that, you have to swear the Official Secrets Act, which means you cannot share information that can, uh, you know, jeopardise or prejudice your your nation. Uh, so that's something that is really, really like highly regarded. And this stars Keira Knightley, uh, Matt Smith, uh, Matthew Good, uh, Reese Ethans. Okay. Ralph Fiennes, uh, in Indira Drama. Yeah. She's really good. She used to be in, uh, I think, Luthor as well, stuff like and that. And she was in uh, Game of Thrones. Game the of Viper. Thrones as well. She was, yeah. uh, oh yeah, she was from Dorne. Dorne. The van. The, 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 <laughs> the viper's and, little uh, thing on the side, right? Un, unbowed, unbent, unbroken. <laughs> Those are the words of House Dorne. Oh, shit. House Martel, sorry, yes. House Martel. House Martel. I loved her. She was the one that kissed Cersei. And she, she got her. She kissed, the daughter. Uh, oh, yes, that's it. And then Cersei kissed her. Yeah. Oh, she's good. Yeah, I remember uh, her. She, yeah, she was good. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Official Secrets. Uh, uh, yeah, so this is a true, yeah, a true story. True story of a British uh, whistleblower right, who leaked okay. information to the press about illegal uh, national security agency spy operations. Uh, this was back in the day in, I want to say, well, not too far away. This was like 2003. This is okay. uh, information about the, the Iraq invasion, you know, weapons of mass destruction, all that kind of stuff. You know, there was a lot of hype about yes. why the, the West went in there and were they justified and all that kind of stuff. So this is, uh, yeah, it's deep shit. You know, so t- some people can get can get thoroughly reprimanded for, you know, releasing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. And this reminds me of, um, do you remember Snowden? The, 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 there was a movie oh, Snowden yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, that, yeah. that guy, he's still in Russia, I think. He, he can never go yeah, back yeah. to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, is he in Russia or is he going to the, is he in the Venezuelan embassy or something? Oh, no, or you're talking about someone else. You're talking about uh, with the WikiLeaks guy, the Julian oh, Assange. Yeah, I get mixed up. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
yeah. you know your leakers, don't you? <laughs> you, you know in your leaks. You know yeah. what? The, no, Snowden is actually leak. really good. <laughs> <laughs> Snowden's pretty good. And like this one seems pretty good as well. So yeah, if you like your kind of, you know, spy shit, yeah. then, you know, go yeah. check this one out. And this one's on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, all yes, right, what Amazon. else, Devaldo? We've got one called Away. Uh, this one is <laughs> Away. Bit, uh, it sounds a bit uh, inconspicuous, but yeah, Away is, oh, what is Away? Away is a uh, TV show. And this one uh, is going to be on Netflix from September the 4th. And this is, uh, this one stars Hilary Swank. Uh, like uh, she's won, she's won an Oscar, hasn't she? Yeah, man, she won it for a million yeah. dollar baby. Million dollar baby. Yeah. yeah. I think she's won an Oscar twice, hasn't she? I think. Oh, maybe. Something, maybe supporting that. But yeah, she's in it anyway. Hilary Swank's in this one. Uh, and this one is a space, yeah, it's a space drama. You know, I love my space, innit? Oh, I love it, man. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so basically it's about an American astronaut who has to basically go through the rigmarole and struggle of having to, one, go to space, which is tough enough, but also she's got a family that she leaves behind. Uh, and I think it's a bit different when, you know, uh, sort of mothers go to space perhaps because of the connection with the children, maybe. I don't know if that's maybe the slant that they yeah. are trying to put on this, but it's a dangerous mission uh, and it's an international space crew. The reason they go to space, I believe they're going to, uh, I think they're going to Mars. Yeah, they're going to Mars. So Mars takes, Mars doesn't take a few days. Mars takes, it's, like, it's a couple of years mission or three Whoa. years because it takes time to get there. It takes time to be there. It takes time to get back and depends on the orbit of where Mars is in relation to Earth. I mean, the, 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 the quickest it can be or the shortest, I think it's about maybe six or nine months up to two years but listen, something like again that. you tell me man yeah so it's <laughs> but uh, yeah because the the, the the mars orbit or orbits in space anyway they're not always uh complete circles or, or you know tight circles they're actually uh sometimes oval so it's not oh. always as, as it's not always the same distance between planets and stuff basically so yeah, space space doesn't follow the rules. Come on now, who's going to tell space? Oh, uh, space, uh, when you're orbiting, exactly, just get in a circle. Not move. Exactly, come on now. Space would be like, <laughs> no, I will go where I want to go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this one, this one looks decent. Uh, I think it's going to be about 10 episodes, I believe. And uh, yeah, this is going to come out in 4th of September. So look out for this one on Netflix. Away exactly. is what it's called. Yeah. That's not too long so, away, folks. Yeah, so go check out nice. those trailers and read up on them. And obviously, yeah, you know, if you like them, let us know what you think uh, in the comments on our Instagram page. Now, okay, let's speak anniversary corner. And yeah, so we've got kind of, you know, we've got a bit of a vibe going on over here as we do every single week. You know, we try to kind of keep things um, in the same genre if we can, or we, you know, kind mm -hmm. of like, you know, a, a thread going through these movies. So now the first one from 10 years ago, is uh i'm just trying to i'm trying to think back now devaldo how did i feel like no the excitement for this movie for me was real it was like yes they're making this movie it's been such a long time since the, you know the original movie came out and i was like yes i can't wait to watch it and then tron legacy came out in 2010 and you know what it had some for me anyway look the 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 special effects the the graphics were great the soundtrack was done by uh, Daft Punk, which I thought was really, really great. Mm. And uh, but something was 
that's missing in this one. And um, I don't know if it had the vibe, maybe because obviously Tron, the first one I watched that, you know, back when I was a kid and like, you know, many, 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 many years ago. Uh, you have nostalgia, you have kind of like, you know, this whole built up kind of idea about that movie. But this is still an okay film, decent film. And it, it kind of, it forwards the story in a way, right? From the first one. So yeah, yeah. if you remember Jeff Bridges' character, he gets stuck in the game. And then in 2010, all these years later, whatever, 30 years later, whatever it was, his son gets basically catapulted into the same game and he's got to basically play yep. the Tron game. And then by the end of it, he's got to kind of, you know, meet his, you know, find his dad again, type of thing like that. So that's kind of like the premise of it. It looks great. The cinematography in this is great. It looks futuristic. But what, yeah, I mean, what did you make of it? Yeah, I, I was blown away by the the aging technology. Yeah. Back, back in 2010, obviously now it happens all the time in movies, especially Marvel does it a lot. We saw it in the Irishman. But the aging technology, this is 10 years ago. So this would have been done 2009, 2008, possibly. Yeah. And it was it was quite good for, for Jeff Bridges. Ahead uh, of his time, original, right? Way ahead of his time. The original Tron came out in 1982 or two, I yeah, think, or something yeah, like that. Right. So it's mad. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the movie, and I saw it in 3D as well, but the movie is very visually, uh, like, I guess, technologically beautiful in yes. a futuristic sense. It very much... Uh, sort of encapsulates what you would think uh, that level of technology would look like if you were to be in the game. It kind of tries to put that across on the screen and you kind of get that with the colours, the the mad techno music and sounds and stuff. And even the there was a bit where the they were fighting with the discs or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, the crowd noise for that was actually something that they took from uh, 2009, I believe, Comic-Con. So when they came to Comic-Con and said, yeah, we're going to make this film, the crowd went crazy and they, you know, they used the crowd's cheers and stuff. And they used those, that, you know, the actual Comic-Con crowd cheers oh. in the movie. So imagine all the fanboys and girls like knowing that their cheers would have been put in the movie, which is great. But I think the movie in itself was cool. And like you said, I think what, what, what the, it was missing that kind of vibe or yeah. that, that uh, what word did he use? Nostalgia, which something you can't bottle that. It's hard. It's either you have it or you don't. Yes, and this movie didn't have enough of it for people like us who who, ha- who had the original, which is, is always a gamble when you're you know you know revitalizing these old school gems, you know. So it wasn't shit, but it wasn't great. But yeah, it's a decent movie if you can watch it today, ten years on, it still looks great. I would say it does yes. still look great. Sleek. So yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go still, guys. Uh, and check Get this that. out. Whilst you were just talking, I just typed in like Tron, like you know Legacy and stuff, and the first thing that came up was. Tron sequel like there's going to be a sequel and check this out check this out it's a big moment so the thing is it's a big moment for fans right it says um, there's going to be a director for a new Tron movie in Garth Davis and it's going to be starring Jared Leto but check this out Jared Leto who since deleted this tweet said I'm so very excited and proud to confirm that yes I will be starring in Tron Ares oh that's a good name Ares that's very like Greek gods and yeah, all that kind of shit. Yeah, so, that could so work. And I can see him doing it. I can see Jared Leto in Tron. He's got that kind of Tron-y kind of look. Yeah, yeah. And he was he was in Blade Runner like recently, Blade Runner twenty forty nine yeah. as well. He looked weird yeah, in that. Yeah. But it, apparently, like you know, it's been deleted now. This tweet, but he said we will work as hard as we possibly can to create something that I hope you will all love. We have some very special ideas in store for you all. See you in the grid. Okay, brilliant. So there's going to be a third instalment. 
Check that out. Right. Okay. Uh, so from 2005, so from 2005, Devaldo, um, what have we got? Mm. Aeon, this Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux. Even the title, it looks a bit like Greek mythology-ish, like yes. Aeon, like Alpha Omega kind of yeah. Aeon Flux. I mean, that name itself, I mean, come on. What does it no mean? No one knows that. Exactly. You got to you you Google that shit. No one knows. <laughs> and that's good. But Aeon Flux came in 2005. I saw this years ago. When I used to get my DVDs of of people, yeah, uh, and it stars Charlie Theron, Francis McDormand, who was in uh, Billboards of what do you call it? Uh, Epping Forest. Five, yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Long title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sophie Okonedo, uh, Martin Kosokos. Yeah. Johnny Johnny Lee Miller as well. Yeah, so it stars a few good people. But yeah, this is a futuristic, very, very futuristic. This, this film was ahead of its time. It came out in 2005. 2005 wasn't ready for this film. Nah. This film is about a, a world 400 years in the future. Most of the sort of human civilizations, you know, as we do, we, we, we kill each other. We mess shit up. We mess up for the rest of us. Yep. And uh, she is like a mysterious assassin working for a, like, a, like a splinter group trying to overthrow the government who's like basically putting crazy controls over people so a bit a bit like maybe think of the world now but in 10 years time so (laughs) so if you're lucky somebody like oh my and in this film there was a lot of wire kind of like I don't know, like, a bit like Crouching Tiger kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, Wirefu, yeah. Yeah, the jump, Wirefu, is that what it's called? I think so, Wirefu, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of jumping around on strings, like uh, unnatural physics, but it looked good for the time. It was it kind of, it was a cool film. It was a cool film, just not, just people wasn't ready for it. Yeah, and you know, people kind of like, I think now about Charlie's Theron, like, you know, she's this badass action movie star, but listen, look, she's making movies like... <laughs> since two th- these types of movies like like the old guard and mad max fury and mm-hmm. stuff like that you know from a while ago so she's definitely got this whole pedigree and stuff and obviously she's you know she looks great in the movie like when you go back oh, and you watch it she, she looks yeah. absolutely great yeah but yeah do There's you reckon there'll like an be animation as well There's that an animation is right that, that was released in the 90s so way yes. before the film but yeah, yeah, gonna yeah, say, yeah. Do I, do I, I was gonna say do you reckon they'll ever they'll ever come back to this could there ever be a reboot of this one i think they should yeah. I think now with the, with the tech that's that's available now, for people that are, you know, they've they've gone through the whole MCU and DCEU and whatever other you and they're <laughs> ready for this kind of shit. Because two thousand and five, there wasn't no MCU. You know what I mean? Yeah, we had Fantastic yeah. Four. That exactly. was it. But yeah, I think oh, and Spider Man, obviously. But I mean, yeah, people are ready for it now. Tech is ready for it now. I think they should they should go for it. They, they should, should do it, it, right? They should just mm. do it. Um, all right. So another one that we want to speak about, this is from 2000, so 20 years ago. This is Titan AE, 20 years ago. And again, a science fiction movie. And this one is different because it combines animation and CGI. So I think that's what the whole kind of, um, you know, the... Oh, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the, the kind of the selling point for this movie was is combining yeah. those two. And um, yeah, I to be honest with you, I didn't watch this one, but the cast is brilliant. Matt Damon, Bill Pullman, yeah. Drew Barrymore, 
and John Legi Legi Legi. Oh, I don't have, I always Legu- forget his name. Leguizimo. Leguizimo, yeah. Leguizimo. Uh, Leguizimo. And, um, you can't speak with your Spanish tongue. What I know, man. I don't know what's on. going on, man. This is, <laughs> kill me. Matame, matame ahora. Um, uh, but listen, yeah. So listen, it takes place in the distant future. Earth's been yeah. obliterated. Like basically what's going to happen like, like in 10 years time from now. And um, <laughs> there's a guy called Kale. Kale is a human teenager who's been given a mysterious map by his father, leading him on an unforgettable journey. Come on, man. That's adventure. Like adventure 101, that is. You better stay away from the vegans, man. They'll eat him up. His name's <laughs> Kale. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you better stay away from the from Shoreditch. That's a zinger, man. That is a zinger there. Um, <laughs> You're right. It, it is a decent animation. It got good, good reviews. And uh, the actual title itself, again, Titan AE, another another great title, you know. Mm. Uh, great cast as well. So this is, uh, I don't know where we can get this at the moment, whether it's on Amazon, whether it's on Disney Plus or whether it's on Netflix. Uh, I'm sure it's somewhere, but yeah. if you guys want it, I'm sure it's on Rakuten as well. Exactly. And how can you get that Rakuten code? How? Well, very, very easy. This week, all we're asking is that you let us know a hidden gem of your choice. And a hidden gem, do you know what? I'm going to be a bit strict. You can't just throw out any old film. Yeah. This has to be a film that isn't widely known but it's very highly sought after and a good film. So yeah, do that for us. Put it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Let us know and we will hit you back within 24 hours with your movie code. Exacto. And yeah, remember, it it could be a movie that you watched when you were a kid and you were like, yeah, you know what? This is a classic. No one knows about it. And I just want to kind of share it and... Yeah, we love that. We love those movies. All right, so that was Titan AE. Tr- by the way, Tron Legacy, folks. You, I think you can watch that on Disney Plus service. Oh, is it? Oh, cool. Okay, because it's a Disney movie. Oh yes, of course. You're right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So yes. you should be. I'll be surprised if you can't get it on Disney Plus because why? They should have that movie on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, now yeah. let's go back to 1995. 1995, Devaldo. Whoa, what a mm-hmm. year. The City of Lost Children. Now, that, is, that sounds ominous. That sounds kind of like dark. But The mm. City of Lost Children. Devaldo, I mean, tell me about this one. Yeah, this is, a, a, this is like a, a sci-fi kind of French kind of weird film. But think of... Think of uh, Oh, think of like, I don't know, oh, what's, it called? what's it called? Fifth Element. Yes. Think of uh, sort of that kind of vibe and, you know, madness and environment. Even think of uh, uh, Predator Resurrection. Think of that as well. Mm. This, this film uh, stars uh, Ron Perlman. Even the film we mentioned before, Titan AE, Ron, Ron Perlman's in that as well. And yeah. as you guys know, I've been talking about it for years. He should have been cabled. <laughs> <laughs> he knew I was going to say it. Yeah. He should have been cabled. Look at his face. Google Cable, it's him in it's life. Him, right? yeah. yeah. Anyway, he's called One in this film. And this is a, this film's about a, yeah, about a scientist in a surrealist society. He kidnaps children to steal their dreams. I mean, come on, how are you going to steal a child's come dreams? On, you should man. be, you should be, pff, man. Hmm. But uh, hoping that he can slow that he slow down the aging process. So by stealing the, the kids' dreams, he slows down the aging process of these haggard old people. And you can imagine people, that's going to be like a mad commodity. They'll be paying for that shit. Yeah. You know, so that's what he does anyway. So 
a bit naughty, a bit naughty, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sci-fi French film, very sort of dystopian environment, very bleak, uh, the sort of place where you get great tech and like shit cheers. Have you ever noticed that? Sometimes in sci-fi, you get, you get mad crazy tech, but the furniture and like, the living room is shit, shit man. How are you going to be able to go light speed, but you ain't got a good like, living room? How does that work? <laughs> Think about it. You can go light speed, but you can't. I know, I know. And your clothes are all mashed up. Like, exactly. How? I know. It, it, looks, it reminds me of like 12 Monkeys, the movie. That movie, right, yeah. is the most bland movie ever. They've got, t- yeah. they've got the technology to go travel back in time. But you know Come what? On. It looks like shit. The future is shit, Trust man. Me. Trust me. But yeah, this is the old school film, nineteen ninety five, and yeah, yeah it's, it's got good reviews, seven point five on IMDb. Uh, so this could be, yeah. I think if I actually sat down and watched this, this might be a hidden gem. You know, yeah. I, might, I might have to do that. But I think this was this was the same director actually as uh, I think I mentioned. Uh, what did I mention? I mentioned Alien Resurrection. Yeah, same. Same director and and and, and car, not cast, but uh, sort of team behind that. Oh, also, okay. same director as Amelie. You know right. Amelie? Yeah, great movie. Great yeah. film, Amelie. Yeah. So, yeah, and that, that goes to show why Ron Perlman's in it. And also, there's another, a couple of other actors that were in Alien Resurrection that are also in this as well. So, it just goes to show there's some good French directors out there that make oh. some good films that translate to Art. the of American English uh, audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, a movie which probably didn't translate really with that well. Well, I mean, I I mean, I enjoyed it. Put it this way, I enjoyed this next movie that we're going to speak about from 30 years ago, 1990, a sequel to an instant classic from 1988. I remember playing the game yep. on the Commodore 64. Oh my oh gosh. gosh, man. Oh, the robots in it came Exactly. So, um, so this is RoboCop 2, man. This is from 30 years ago and this continues the story of um, Murphy. Murphy! And um, yeah, what Murphy. a name, man. Murphy. Oh, come on. What and you know what? That is the reason why. So the reboot with that Joel Joel Kinnaman, I was like, oh yeah, man, I want to see Robocop. And obviously it didn't live up to the expectation, but I think they're gonna maybe work on another reboot. So hopefully we'll see this. But anyway, look, Robocop 2, Paul Verhoeven, he he didn't want anything to do with any sequel for him. That was yeah. you know, the, the Robocop movie that he kind of started off. He goes, Look, this is it, this is all I want to work on. And then uh what's his name? Um do you remember the 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 actor's name and the you know Murphy's name the actor? Oh, Paul Weller. That's it, Paul no, Weller. Peter, Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Sorry, Peter Weller. Peter he Weller. was like umming and ahhing. I remember he was umming and ahhing about this, and then obviously they chucked a lot of money at him, and he was like, okay, yeah, fine, I'm gonna like you know obviously do it. It just didn't have the same effect, but the idea, Devaldo, of a RoboCop. Just imagine mm-hmm. walking down the streets and you know, right, that you're, you know, you're being protected by this flipping six foot five hunk of a metal who will like, you know, who's got precis- precision shooting, who like, you know, take down the bad guys, you know, dead or alive, you're coming with me. I th- The whole premise for me is amazing, right? But uh, the execution on this one, it just kind of fell a bit flat. I think that's what, yeah, that's, that's what, that's what the box office said and a lot of reviews and stuff. There's something about this one. I actually, I actually kind of liked, you know, I liked yeah, Kane, the kid, I liked the robot, I liked that kid that was in it. That was like, he was sort of rolling with the big people. Yeah. He was, he was busting <laughs> like, them about. The I know <laughs> he was in it, but I don't know. There's something about the, the, the battle with Kane. I really liked. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was a computer game that 
really sold it for me. Yeah. But I kind of, I didn't know, I, I must, I must confess, I really enjoyed this film. Yeah, yeah. No, I really no, enjoyed it's, it. It's but, got, it's, like I said, yeah, it's, it's, it's got its moments. But, yeah, it's got its moments. Yeah, I think number one was, was just out of the blue, just raw and whatever. But this one, I kind of, did, I, did, I did enjoy it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Robocop 2, guys, 30 years ago, man. Imagine when you, when you watched that, 30 years ago. So... Yeah, go watch it. Go like watch obviously number obviously you have got to watch number one because that's just like an instant sci-fi yeah. classic. But you know, to follow up the story, watch uh, part two. Right, okay, so that's anniversary corner done for you folks. And obviously next week we'll be bringing you some other great anniversary movies. If you've got a suggestion, let us know. We'll be more than willing yeah. to add that in the in next week's lot as well. Now let's speak about films now. Let's do film reviews and the first one that I want to speak about is a Netflix exclusive. So this just came out. This dropped yesterday, uh, Friday, the 14th of August. And this is a movie called Project Power. And it stars Jamie Foxx, Jason Gordon, love it. And I don't know if she's a newcomer, but let me just double check this. But she's great. I've got to tell you about this actor in the in, in this Project Power. And uh, what was her name again? Yeah, her name is Dominique, uh, Dominique Fishback. She plays a character okay, called yeah, Robin. Yeah. So, so there's three main characters, right? So uh, Jamie Foxx, J- J- Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Dominic Fishback, they, you know, they're in New Orleans. The movie's set in a future New Orleans where this new drug has taken over the city and it's taken over other cities as well, you know, from what, what we gather in the movie. And these three characters, they kind of converge to bring down the bad guys. And the drug in question is a special futuristic sci-fi what do you call it a uh, that once you take it it gives you special powers for five minutes and yep. the thing is this each power that you get is different depending on the person who takes the power so for example you might take the pill and you might be able to um i don't know freeze things you take the pill you might be able to blow shit up you might you take the pill you might be indestructible for five minutes so it all depends but the downside is this you don't know what power you're going to get and also you could get a power where you just explode and you die so that is yeah. the whole thing, right? So there's, there's, there's kind of the risk involved in this. And Jamie Foxx, he plays, uh, you know, an ex-military military person. Jason, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he plays a copper. And, you know, they've all got their story arcs within the movie. But the main thing is that they all want to basically get this dr- drug or whatever you want to call it off the streets. And... For me, coming off the back of Extraction, coming off the back mm-hmm. of Old Guard, this was touted as kind of like, you know, the hat trick for Netflix. You know, they, they've had some, you know, big hits at the moment. Like I just mentioned, Extraction was a huge hit for them. Old Guard as well was a massive, a huge fit. And I think Netflix were hoping that this was going to be the hat trick, that this was going to basically break down the doors and build another film franchise. And for me, right off the bat, I got to say, there's some really interesting things in there. The acting is really great. Like I said before, Dominique Fishback, who plays Robin in this movie, she's brilliant. You know, she plays a girl. She's off the streets. She's she's trying to do the right thing. You know, she's trying to, you know, hustle you know, uh, help her mum out, her mum who's ill. Uh, mm. She's not a bad person. And she's just trying to do the right thing. She's great. 
I just feel like as if it didn't deliver on the goods, Devaldo. I there was something nah, missing I'm for so me. I'm so glad you said that because I felt the same way. You know what, man? I was I let the same down. Way. I kind of felt let down a little bit. I was a let little down. bit let down. I was just like, <laughs> shit, man. What, what's going on? Like, okay, so mm-hmm. for example, like the powers. Is it really about the powers, though? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, we, we don't even know. I mean, the powers. Yeah, they're just really crazy powers. I mean, yeah. It's, it's mad, but I, I do like the, I do like the, the concept of five minutes because it means that you got to really, you know, it's precious. You yeah. got to really use it wisely, and, and they've got like a little timer. So when it goes off, it's like the powers the powers over. But yeah, I, I, the thing is, it's hard to even put a finger on what was missing. I don't know if it was. Yeah, do you know what? No, I do know. I do know. <laughs> I do know. Yeah, yeah it, it let me down because it was too predictable. Yes, nothing happened. That I didn't expect to happen. Uh, there wasn't, I was never really worried about, you know, the goodies not winning. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't enough sacrifice from the goodies. Like Jamie Foxx, like just, you know, th- th- this man just, he's rolling around with these people that have got powers. He's fighting them and he's all right. He's knocking them out uh, and everything. Yeah. He's just, he's too, I know goodies are, you know, bulletproof, but come on, man. You know, come the on, man. The danger wasn't just, there. The danger wasn't there enough, and then and then obviously he being the goodie gets like omega level. Yeah, like <laughs> what? he get that omega level like <laughs> power? That's so like predictable. This, I mean, come on, man. There was a bit in the movie. There's a bit in the movie where the villain yeah. he takes he takes like a pill and he turns into kind of like like this the film Hulk, versions like. of Hulk. Yeah. yeah, and I Look was like, he was he was, uh, he was Xerxes. Xerxes from Three Hundred. I love yes. that guy. You know, Rodrigo. He's Brazilian. Yeah, he's Brazilian He's from guy. Brazil. Yeah, yeah he's good. Yeah, he's, he's great. Good. He's great. And I thought, oh, this is going to be like, come on, like, yeah, Hulk out. And there's going to be like some massive like bat. And then that kind of just fell through. And then it's just like, you know, I get it. This is kind of like, you know, the, the movie, the makers of the movie are kind of showing, they, obviously they can't compete with Marvel, right? Okay. So they kind of show the human side of this kind of, kind of things, you know, about black lives and, you know, the black lives matter and, you know, the hurricane Katrina in New Orleans yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, there was all this kind of thing going on in the background, which is great. But you know what? It's the movie we're still lacking. So if you're going into this movie thinking, oh, yeah, man, this is going to be a full on action fest. There's going to be like, you know, great kind of like combat scenes. And to be honest with you, the combat scenes, they weren't even that good. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> they were, I like, you know what? I'm like, at least give us action. All right. But you know what? Even the action, I think, falls a bit flat. So if, you know. I think they were hoping this maybe could be a good IP for them, that they can maybe go off on a franchise and, you know, maybe Jason, uh, I keep saying Jason, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he, you know, makes another movie and stuff like that. But nah, I mean, I don't know if this this has done well enough uh, to warrant a sequel. Who knows? Maybe they will. I don't know. But I mean, for me, man, this was like, what, a sick, like like a six out of 10, maybe? Mm, like, yeah, even a maybe there? It wasn't any more than that. I I would say a six, yeah. I think six. It wasn't shit. It wasn't anywhere near great. Uh, I didn't fall asleep. Yeah. But there was a moment in it where I did drift off. I don't know what happened. So I, might, I might have been sleeping with my eyes open. You know, you know, you know those ones? Yes. Where, like, 
You just don't know what <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. You just don't know what happened. I know, I know. Uh, and then the ending, the way it all ends, and obviously, you know, there's a nice little, you know, bow tie, like, you know, everything is all tied up really neatly and nicely, and like, you know, nicely, the bad guys. Too nicely. Too nice, man. And I thought, okay, let me just fast forward a bit and let me see if there's like an end credit scene. No, no end credit I, I scene. Thought, I, thought, I thought a bit which is right, and I thought, oh. Wasted my time. <laughs> I know, man. So listen, uh, th- this is definitely not movie of the week for us guys, but if there mm. isn't anything else that you could think of to watch, you know, from the movies that we've mentioned on the show, then obviously you go out and watch it. But you know what? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you're going to be speaking about another movie, Devaldo. Oh man. You know what? This is, this movie here is called Mortal. Oh yeah. Mortal. The title itself does sound decent. I mean, Mortal comes from like what's the word it's like a like to be alive isn't it or yeah, yeah to, like to, to, humanity yeah exactly the opposite of it uh, yeah yeah exactly yeah so this movie i saw it and i saw oh i watched it on Rakuten and uh i thought hmm looks decent also the director made me watch it as well so it's directed by andre ordendal who okay. directed uh, my, one of my like a great film? Oh, ten years ago, I should have put this in the in the uh, anniversary quarter. Troll Hunter. Oh, Troll Hunter is a good film, really yeah, good man. film, guys. If you can see that Troll Hunter, watch it. Also directed the Autopsy of Jane Doe, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Okay, so is he, Andre Ordendal is a really good up and coming director. Not up and coming; he's a good director in his own right. But I've got a good feeling about him. So yeah, I thought I'd give it a watch. Oh man. Okay, so this, <laughs> <laughs> the story, <laughs> the story is a fantasy story. It's uh, about you know Norsk mythology, uh, all that kind of Odin, Thor kind of stuff. You know, so basically, a, a young man is like a he's a drifter. We don't know where he came from, but he's a drifter, and we see him in Norway. He's, he's Norwegian American, so he's he speaks English, yeah. but uh, he looks like a like a he looks like a like a homeless person, basically big beard, disheveled, like ragtag clothing. He's walking around, don't know what's going on with him. He gets bullied by these people. And one of the people approaches him and says, Oi, you're not listening to me. Turn around. Don't, 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 uh, don't turn your back to me. And he touches him. Yeah. And then he, he turns around and says, if you touch me, you will burn. Oh gosh. And the guy touches him again and he dies on the spot. Somehow Is his it? insides burn up or something like that. So basically this person's got some sort of power. He's got some sort of power. We kind of see hints of it in his, like in his, uh, he's always, he always looks constipated. Almost like he's trying to hold back the power. Yeah. And we see flashbacks of like some burning building and stuff like that. So we know his power is destructive. We know that. Ooh. But yeah, so after that, he gets arrested basically and stuff. And, you know, because uh, obviously he's caused, he's caused someone's death. He, even though he didn't mean it, he caused it. He gets arrested and then they, they give him this psychologist to talk to because no one can get through to him. And I'll only talk to her, obviously, because, you know, he fancies her probably. <laughs> I'll only talk to her. Why well, did yeah. I only, only, only always talk to the most attractive person in the police station? Why did I ever talk to the, the old person that's going to retire in two weeks? So why is it always her? I know. So he builds up a bit of a, you know, 
bond with her. They get talking. She figures out that he does have powers because she sees lightning coming from his hands and he burns the table with his lightning. Oh every time he, he, every time he's about to use his powers, he goes, his face gets all constipated. The camera goes close to his face. It gets a bit like, you know, blurry and stuff. And it's those old school kind of camera, you know, movements to show someone's really intense and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And you know what I must say, yeah, I was disappointed. <laughs> I was disappointed. All we ever see is this guy's constipated face. Oh, we see shit. him rumbling. The room starts to rumble. His hands start to get, you know, a bit of lightning, a bit of lightning or whatever. Yeah. And he he blacks out. That's oh. all we, that's all, that's, that's it. That's what happens for most of the film. And then the girl's like, no, help him, help him. I was so, this film pissed me off. I, I, it took me two days to watch it. I, I didn't watch it all at once. <laughs> Oh, shit, Honestly, man. it pissed me off. It and sounds I, I thought it had great. so much potential. It sounds potential. good, though. When, it, when it I read the synopsis, good. I was like, this sounds pretty good. It looks good. It sounds good. It thinks to yourself, yeah, this is going to be decent. But it's, he, he gets on my nerves. He should be locked up, in my opinion. <laughs> he, should, he should have been locked up. I don't know how this guy got so many chances. If that oh, was a brother, he would have been shot. Oh yeah, no joke. Gosh. There's a scene, yeah? yeah. <laughs> he was a brother, he would have been shot oh, just no. coming out of his car. There was a scene <laughs> where this guy, is on, he's on a bridge. He's on like the Norwegian equivalent of the Golden, the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the bridge and... Like he's causing all this havoc because he's getting angry because one of them pushed over his girlfriend. <laughs> he's pushed her over and he's getting angry. I mean, come on. Is it armed, armed police? Like they're the sort of the blackout police with the big guns. Like they all surround him. Yeah. And he's like, no, leave her. He's getting angry. The thunder's coming from the sky. The thunder comes like down Thor-like. and hits the bridge. Yeah, it's a bit like Thor like thunder. Yeah. yeah. So the thunder comes down, hits the bridge. The bridge gets like demolished almost, all this damage. Everyone around is like, you know, like there's all this like just devastation all over the place. And these police people are still saying to him, get down, get down. I mean, <laughs> what is it going to take? <laughs> Shoot him in the leg or something. They're just saying, get down, get down, get down. <laughs> Holy this guy is bringing shit, thunder from the sky and you're telling him to get, get down, down, get, get down. down. Get. Oh, I mean, gosh. what's he going to take? That's what I'm saying. If he was a brother, he would have been shot for opening a packet of crisps. <laughs> as soon as he stepped foot up. out. Like, I'm you telling know. you, he got so many light chances. I, I wanted to reach in the screen and just oh, shoot him or something gosh. because he wasn't doing anything positive. He was not. I understand, okay, the powers are not his fault. Yeah, but he wasn't doing anything to help people. He was in a helicopter that came down, and people died. It's like people are dying all around him, and he's just worried about going off with his girlfriend. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like he's just he's mad. It's it's just a, the film pissed me off. It pissed me off, and even the ending pissed me off as well. <laughs> the whole thing pissed me off. Yeah, this one gets a four out of ten for me. Oh, it pissed man. me off. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to spoil the ending. I mean, I probably should, but if you want to watch it, you can watch it. But yeah. yeah, the film just, Mortal had a lot of hope and just let me down in the next way. And next way, yeah, this guy is where his face, I don't want to see him in, 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 in another <laughs> film now. I'm done with him. <laughs> I'm done with him. <laughs> I'm done oh, with this guy. Piss me f- off. But, but the guy who made it, I mean, he's made some like decent stuff. Yeah, he has. Which I'm, I'm surprised. I reckon maybe this one, like the uh, the studio took over. <laughs> I'm uh, blaming, yeah. blaming the studio. Blaming the and the, the tagline for this film is: If 
Chronicle meets X-Men meets oh. Thor. That's all I saw. And I watched the okay. film. I didn't watch the trailer. If I just saw that. that thought, you're going to be yeah, like, yeah, I'm this. on board. Exactly. Exactly. How can you That's mention those three movies? Oh my yeah. gosh. Chronicle, X-Men, Thor. And I thought, yeah. And the poster looks decent too. All this thunder and this guy sort of blacked out. Get out oh, of it. Forget about it. All right. Well, listen, look, folks, if you think you might be interested in watching that movie, like Deval said, you can win the movie code and you can get it on Rakuten. Or, no, but I, I say if you win the movie code, don't use it on this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, use exactly. it on something else. Yeah. <laughs> or you can, or you can bypass that, and you can check out this movie that I'm going to briefly speak about. Ah, I, the, the less okay. I say about this movie, the the, the better. It's mm. just one of those movies you got to watch, okay. right? And that's the reason why it's on hidden gems. Listen, I've actually been waiting. I've been wanting to speak about this movie for a while now. But this movie is called Under the Shadows, made in 2016. And um, it's a foreign language movie. So listen, if you can get beyond that whole subtitle thing at the bottom of the screen, you're going to love this movie. So it's set in Iran in the 1980s and it's directed by a British, uh, sorry, an Iranian born London-based film director called Babak Anvari. He won, the, he won an actual BAFTA for this movie. Back in mm. back in 2016, and um, you know what, man? I tell you, listen. Have you, by the way, have you seen any Iranian movies before? I haven't. No, I don't think I have. All right. Well, listen, Devaldo, put this on your list, and folks listening out there, mm. put this on your list if you have never seen any Iranian movies. So it's set during the 1980s. The Iran Iraq War is going on. And at the beginning of the movie, there's kind of like some subtext about it being one of the kind of longest, like, uh, period of war between the two countries, like, you know, that they've ever known. And the movie basically, you know, starts off with literally like bombs and missiles. They're going all over the place. The opening scene where the main character in the movie, her name is Shide. She's in an, in an office speaking to someone and in the background, while she's speaking, you see bombs and explosions. So this is kind of like a war-torn city. The, 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 the country's at war with Iraq, basically, and missiles are flying back and forth. And you kind of get to hear about this on the news about, you know, missiles, you know, going to be kind of being thrown over, et cetera, et cetera. So um, Shide, who's the mum in this story, living with her daughter, uh, a character called Dorsa and the husband called Iraj. Iraj is a doctor who has to leave the family uh, because he's got to go to the front line. And what then happens is Shide and the daughter, they're all alone in the house. And the movie basically starts off pretty kind of slowly and, you know, you, 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 you kind of th thinking to yourself, when I was watching the movie, I was like, okay, like things are going to pick up and like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, the cinematography is great. I've never seen like a, an actual Iranian movie. So this is really great. You know, it's Farsi language. And then the daughter in the movie, she starts displaying kind of like erratic behavior. She starts kind of saying, Oh, I want, I, I want my, I want my, uh, my teddy bear. And the, the, the teddy bear is called Kimia. I want Kimia. I want Kimia. And, and the mother's like, okay, look, we, we'll find Kimia. Look, don't worry about it. Like, and she's like, no, no, I want Kimia. And, you know, the movie progresses mm -hmm. and there's this kind of claustrophobic feel to the whole movie. Remember, this is 1980s Iran where yeah. women are, like 
like you know from, from what i get from the movies like treated often like you know second class citizens they they, they shouldn't be driving mm. they they shouldn't be kind of be outside without their head being covered like in a in a like you know in a um like in a burqa or you know or something like that and um the movie is set basically entirely majority of it is set entirely in this apartment and slowly slowly as the movie progresses you realize that alongside the mum and the daughter there's something malevolent in the flat no. as well something there's one scene in the movie um there's a missile that that basically lands on the building block and along with the missile something evil basically arrives as well and is the evil is the evil in the mother's head is the evil actually real devaldo i'm telling you man i was not expecting this movie to have this particular twist and turns you know you've you've heard of jinns right yeah 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 it's the islamic version of like the demons and like stuff demons and stuff like that well that plays heavily in this movie and oh my gosh man i'm telling you man i wasn't <laughs> expecting it all i gotta say is it's a great first feature from this guy called babak anvari he okay. uh, he's he, i think he's going to be he's going to do other great things and it's a movie that you just basically, the less I talk about it, the better it is. You mm. just go into it, mm. not knowing okay. much. The great thing about this movie is that you can catch it on Netflix. And oh. it's icing on the cake, man. You don't even have to go anywhere. You just got to sit down. You just got to search for it. It's called Under the Shadow. And I'm telling mm. you, it should be on your watch list because it's a great mm. psychological horror movie in the same vein as like the Babadook, uh, mm. Traces of Rosemary's Baby. Like, you mm. know, you've got like um, uh thing, you know, It Follows, Let the Right One In. You've got those oh, kind yeah, of elements yeah, yeah. in there as well, man. Go check it out, watch it. I highly recommend it. And that's our hidden gems for this week, folks. You should definitely Oof. watch it. That's a good one. I, you know, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, man. I'm going to watch it. I'm Give going it go. to watch it. No Give doubt. Give it a go, man. So listen, folks, listen, we oh. hope you enjoyed the show. That's all we've got time for this week. And again, next week, we'll be bringing you some hidden gems, some anniversary corners, and obviously some film reviews. So keep it locked. Win that code. Get in touch mm -hmm. with us. And uh, yeah, we hope you have a good one. Yeah. Peace out, guys. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast.